Hello, and welcome to Coffee's Ready Podcast, a snapshot of people and their stories. My name is Francisco Heredia, and I am your host. Coffee's Ready is a podcast where I sit together with people to drink coffee and have a little conversation. What I am looking for are the stories that are not typically shared over an everyday conversation, because we all have those stories and they shape the person that we are today. Coffee's Ready is a platform for people to share experiences. Dick Dams is 58 years old and still very young. He is busy most of his time doing the most important thing, living life. In this episode, he speaks about his career, growing up in Eindhoven, the importance of music and travel in his life, and the transition between his old and new career. This conversation was recorded on June 4, 2019. And now, the coffee's ready. Today I'm sitting here uh, with Dick. Hi Dick, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for, uh, yeah, I should say dropping by, but today, uh, <laughs> today I'm actually at Dick's It's place. not a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, Dick is actually my neighbor. Uh, so Dick, maybe um, let's begin. When people come to parties, yeah. the very first question that they get is, what do you do for a living? Yes. Uh, momentarily, I am a, a, a mailman. I started four years ago uh, after a career in sales. Mm -hmm. I worked for 24 years for Philips, mm -hmm. consumer electronics. Yeah. And after 24 years, um, I was fed up with it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, if you get up in the morning yeah. and you don't have that smile on your face when you're watching yourself in the mirror, yeah. it's time to do some thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I stopped. I had a sort of a sabbatical mm -hmm. for six months. And then I started at another company, yeah. uh, Whirlpool. I worked there for one year and the smile didn't come back. Okay. <laughs> then I went to another company. Um, it's a retail, uh, retail formula. Mm -hmm. Uh, did that for two years mm -hmm. and I was thinking to myself I'm in a kind of a visual circle, vicious circle. Mm -hmm. Everything is coming back every time I'm still seeing the, the same people and I wanted something completely different. Yeah. So I started looking then after a few months I saw an ad what he asked someone uh, for account management in Holland. Mm -hmm. And the company was Cuba Cigars. Cuba Cigar is the, the importer for the Benelux, Belgium, Netherlands and Luxembourg, mm -hmm. of uh, Cuban cigars. Mm -hmm. And only that. And I thought to myself, I'm a Cuban cigar smoker. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So we... Uh, sit around the table and we talked to each other and it was a, a click something like hey we were looking for each other and so uh, uh, after three years there was a reorganization from the Cuban part of the company and the Cubans were desperate of money <laughs> mm -hmm. economical facts yeah and then they had to send me away shedded a few tears and then I said never again so then I was home for half a year uh, sitting on the couch yeah. thinking to myself is this life <laughs> no, this yeah. is not life yeah. it's very difficult times to get another job 
I said to myself, you know, I'm going to do something, anything. I want to go outside, want to be in the nature, want to meet people. And that's when I uh, went to PostNL, the Dutch post yeah. office. Yeah. I started as a, a, a mailman. You said that there it was difficult times to get a job. Was it because of... Uh, yeah, economical, economical recession. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wrote over 200 yeah. letters yeah. to companies. I was getting at an age... Uh, 55, mm -hmm. where it's very difficult in Holland, momentary, yeah. to get a job at that age. And yeah, sitting at home, <laughs> you get so bored. You, yeah, yeah. you need to stimulate yeah, your mind. Yeah, yeah. You, need, you need to stimulate your mind, you need mm -hmm. to stimulate your body. And that's when I started to uh, deliver mail. But then I suppose that you came with your career in sales and say, hey, I would like to have a job. Yes. All right. Yeah. Did you face there, for example, they say you're overqualified or are you? In Holland, it's, uh, you're not allowed to turn somebody down because of his age, because uh -huh. that is uh, discrimination. Yeah, yeah. And so they say you're overqualified or you don't fit in our uh, profile, these kind of things. Yeah, so uh, the, official, the official Yeah, answer. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've been now in the post for? Five years. Yeah, you normally have the the vans that deliver the packages. Yes, but, but a lot of the yeah envelopes are delivered by bike. By bike, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and by hand. Yeah, and just walking and yeah. because I also I mean as in the morning as I go to uh, a depot. That's where I pick up my post. Yeah, uh, two three bags and I go on my way. Uh, normally spoken, I get to do about ten different areas in a week, so that you get to see new people every once in a while, yeah. but there's a lot of older people who are sitting behind <laughs> the window yeah. watching uh, if I'm coming around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you start to get to know the people. Yeah, you, you start to get to know the people, yeah. especially yeah. The, the elderly people. But do you, do you every now and then have conversations? Yeah, with yeah, sure, sure. Things are happening uh, in the streets when somebody dies, when somebody's getting married, uh, when someone's yeah. getting uh, hospitalized, uh, yeah. these kind of things. Yeah. And and it's very nice to know what's behind a, a front door. Have you, in, in your in your now your years of, of delivering uh, mail, um, have you have you ever had some awkward situation or funny situation that you remember? Oh yeah, from yeah, yeah. When people leave their keys on the front door, I give a ring. Yeah. And I say, hello, can I come in? Why? Because you left the keys on your front door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. These, yeah, yeah. these simple, yeah. yes, uh, funny things. <laughs> and also when, when, you know, when people die, uh, from one day the other day, when you go uh, home the weekend and you come back on Tuesday, because on Monday we don't yeah. deliver post, uh -huh. you come back on Tuesday and it's empty. And the people are gone, everything's gone, the furniture's gone. Yeah. It's very, well, weird. Yeah. yeah. And you you know these people for four, five years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so basically you're out there kind of witnessing yeah, the life yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, yeah. yeah. So then you get both both kind of experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 In the beginning of your career, mm -hmm. you were doing sales. Yeah. How did you decide to go for sales? It just came on my way. I was, I am audiophile, and I always had a, a very good uh, music installation mm -hmm. because I like to li uh, listen to music. Yeah. And so my hobby became my work. Mm -hmm. I started to sell for Philips in consumer electronics, uh, in audio, 
and one on one is three they say yeah and yeah. that's why i started at phillips they asked me would you like to come i said uh -huh. would be great you have an eye for this you have knowledge about this why don't you give it a try yeah or how, how do you actually become a salesman is it by skills or by education both i did some workshops uh, i did account management i did uh, nima which is marketing uh, yeah. education and a lot of internal uh, workshops how to connect with people how to try to make things better both ways so mm -hmm. you, you create a win-win situation uh, as a salesman and for the the retailer mm -hmm. and that process uh, is so intense and so human as well because you're trying to do the best thing for the both of you yeah so what makes a good salesman someone who listens who doesn't talk that much mm -hmm. and talks on the the right moments if you are able to see the needs of a customer you're better in interpreting these and better in bringing the right solutions for him mm -hmm. or her. the best salesmen are listeners okay that's a good one that's a good so uh, probably we already this you already mentioned it in your dutch mm -hmm. are you also from Eindhoven? Uh, no i'm from rosendal mm -hmm. which is a city 80 kilometers to the west my father was also a professional military and he was stationed there and um, we came to veldhoven which is near to eindhoven when i was mm, five years old okay so yeah almost yeah so i'm almost an eindhovener as they say <laughs> Uh, then I get uh, to go to high school in Eindhoven, yeah. and that's where I met Ellie, my wife. Mm -hmm. We got engaged when we were 19 and married when we were 23, and we're still together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So in that way, I'm I'm an Eindhovener. Yeah, yeah. It's basically yeah. almost all your life. Uh, yeah, you have probably seen the city changing over. Oh yeah, all over, these over, years. over these years. Yeah. Is there something that uh, that you remember fondly from those days growing up and that you miss now? Mm, there's one thing that I miss and that's uh, it's called the Evoluon. Yeah. You've heard of it? Yes, yes. Yeah? The Evoluon is such a, a nice building uh, architectonically seen um, and now it's only used for yeah, conferences. Yeah, conferences like that. And I went there the first time when I was 11 or 12 and then it was a permanent show for for people to see the latest inventions mm -hmm. and that changed every half year there was a new items were uh, in the evolution so you get to see um, uh, how does light develop from light to LED light to uh, xenon lights in, yeah. in, in the car industry uh -huh. if you're a bit technically it's very interesting to see what five years in time can do for a product yeah. and that's that's what i miss now in eindhoven because is eindhoven is a technology city yeah yeah, yeah yeah and it would be nice if all those high-tech companies would made an effort to get such a thing back in eindhoven again in the evolution yeah yeah it could also inspire probably the younger yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so you moved when you were five years old yeah, to Veldhoven. Uh, you mentioned your father. Yeah, the the rest of your family as well. Yes, or? we were seven children. Seven children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's wow. a big family. Yeah, yeah. So you, are you the 
Uh, no, I've got uh, an older brother and my old, uh, older sister, and then I'm on third place, yeah. and then four younger siblings uh, after me. Yeah. yeah. Well, quite a lot. Yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> These days, I was born in 60. The, the, the large families were uh, more common than now. Yeah. Now everybody stops when they say I've got one, two childs, mm -hmm. two children, and yeah. in that time it was, uh, yeah, a, a Catholic way of having big families. Yeah, as many as and God as many as you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the priest came uh, around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We knew that something was going to happen <laughs> in, in about nine months a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned before you are an audiophile. Yes. So that is partly, I think, the technical side, like what's good equipment, but also there's an, there's probably a, a perception side of it, right? The, to to listen to things that you like. It's uh, to me, it's more emotional than technical. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because so. you, I think that uh, with this kind of things, it's easy to go into the pitfall of saying this equipment is better than the other one. Therefore. It sounds better, yeah, or for I sure. enjoy it more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then you enjoy it more. But yeah, yeah. Um, for instance, when you take uh, Pink Floyd, yeah. um, the album uh, Dark Side of the Moon, yeah. uh, and there was a remaster on CD. Mm -hmm. I bought the remaster because the remastered version was audio-like, much better than the original. Yeah. Yeah. Although recordings. There, 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 even you have the divided opinions, right? That they yeah, say, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The original yeah. one has the. I still have a turntable uh, yeah, yeah. with the scratches and the. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but uh, so. Okay. And that's emotion. Yeah, that's that's. And yeah. that's what music does to you. Um, so, uh, sometimes when I walk around here and you can hear me singing <laughs> yeah. when you're outside, yeah, it's pure emotion because I get a. Yeah, you enjoy it. bumps. I, I enjoy it. I, I I really like music and. Yeah. I think uh, life without music yeah. doesn't exist for me. Yeah. No. Yeah. So how how when when did it start for you the music? Or since when you? I was young, yeah. so, so when I was pff, yeah. uh, six. Yeah. Even earlier. Was there always? But my brother, my elder brother, he was the first one to buy uh, a record player and the albums uh, Deep Purple, Made in Japan, um, uh, Inagata da Vida, Iron Butterfly, um, Wishbone Ash. And those were all records I, yeah. He was listening. He was listening. Up. I pick yeah. it up and start buying them myself. And I can listen from Metallica to uh, Von Karajan. So a very broad interest in interest in, uh, in 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 music. Music can be of the moment. Yeah. When you're down, it's very nice to listen to the blues. Yeah. yeah. If you're a bit of a hyper or a bit tensed or uh, and you put on Metallica, you yeah. get a bit uh, like this. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what music do, does, does to you. So. Yeah. My brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, he introduced Pink Floyd to me, mm -hmm. and he brought uh, the Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. And Uma Guma, and when you listen to those albums at that age, it's like my God. What did you bring? How old were you when this happened? Yeah. Oh man, that is music. Yeah, That's yeah. no music. Yeah. And now I think Pink Floyd is one of my favorite bands. Everything. I, I, Pink Floyd is not from this earth. I say. That's right. 
Yeah. So but you have to yeah. learn to listen to music. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't like classical music. And if you listen to the Overture 1812 from our piano concerto by Rachmaninoff, it's like, who? But you have to learn to listen. You have to sit down and really listen mm -hmm. and try to get the message which the composer of the band or what uh, had in mind when he made that music. The one good example, one of the best albums ever made, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. That number, if you know what the reason was why he wrote that song, because a good friend of his died under the bridge in oh, California. Oh, yeah. yeah. It gives it another dimension. When you then listen to the music and to the, 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 uh, the lyrics, you, you get another dimension and you can feel what he felt when he was writing down those words. Yeah, Very touchy. That's extra layers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I know the song, but yeah. I, I everybody I knows the song, but yeah. nobody knows the true story about it. Yeah, yeah. And it was always the end uh, of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. And then the flea, he said, "Come, we have to do this." And then they did it. Wow. Yeah. That's a very nice song. Yeah. So it's a deeper thought. What is an album that you must listen to? Um, Live at Pompeii. Pink Floyd. Okay. Okay. There's, this is Dick's recommendation. If you want to listen to one album, listen to this one. Yeah. If you're going on a, an island yeah. and you're allowed to bring one album, <laughs> it would be yeah. Live at Pompeii. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a nice one. Yeah. What about live music versus recorded music? Live. Live. Yeah, absolutely. Always. Yeah, always. Okay. Yeah. That's why. We very much like to listen to uh, Spanish music. Mm -hmm. You may have heard it, uh, Cuban, Juan Luis Ferreira from the Dominicans. Uh, yeah, I heard yeah, him yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, when you've been there, yeah. when you've been in Cuba, yeah. and you listen there to the live music, and you come back, yeah. and you put on the record, or you put yeah. on a CD, or you're, you're listening on your mobile phone, it's not like when you're there and those warm feelings you, you, you only can get when you're at a concert yeah. or at a live performance. Yeah. 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 So the music travels with you back as well. And the memories. Yeah. As well. Yeah. More than just the music. Yeah. So you like traveling as well? Uh, yeah. Any special places that you... Oh, we've been going now for 25 years to a hotel on Fuerteventura. Ventura. Mm -hmm. It's one of the Canarian Islands. Yeah. And each time when we come back, uh, it's like coming home when we, when we go there. Yeah. Uh, I had a dream when I was a little boy. I watched uh, Heinz Silmann. Heinz Silmann was a, a German ornithologist mm -hmm. who made uh, films, programs, uh, documentaries of uh, birds. And he made a, a documentary uh, of the albatross mm -hmm. and the giant albatross. Yeah. You, you can only see them on the Galapagos Islands. Mm -hmm. So when we got the opportunity to go to the Galapagos Islands, we went to the Galapagos Islands. Oh, yeah? And I sent a crying on a rock, watching those big birds get off with yeah. a three meter. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's quite an experience. Yes, course, yeah. Yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. And the, the animals that live there uh, are not used to uh, humans. Mm -hmm. They're only uh, on yearly base 10,000 tourists allowed to visit the Galapagos Islands. Yeah. And we were the lucky ones to, to go there 
and you get a sea lion laying in front of you, looking at you. A mockingbird that is attacking you, he's not flying away, no, he's coming yeah. towards you. And he says, hey, what are you doing here? It's just like, yeah. they, they are not used to, to, to human beings. Yeah. Uh, um, if, you, if you go in the garden here, and there's a, a blackbird, and you say, boo, it's like off. Yeah. And the other bird comes towards you. Yeah. The they're finch curious. comes towards they're you. Curious. They're curious, yeah. 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 They don't know that you can harm them, yeah. because they're not, ne ne they've never been harmed by, by human yeah. beings. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's quite special. Oh, right? yes, yes. Yeah. Is there a place that you would still like to visit that you're curious about? Yeah. And that's because Ellie wants to go there. And that's uh, uh, Lapland. That's uh, north of uh, Finland, Sweden. Yeah. To see the Northern Lights. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite so. <laughs> I have never been. But yeah. yeah. If I come back, can go back to to Spain or one of the Canary Islands or to Cuba, uh, Crete, for instance, in Greece, yeah. very beautiful, uh, Italy, Florence, the Toscan. Yeah. Uh, you like warm places, I get oh, the feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like a lot of places. I've been in a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we like to go to Euro Disney. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Been there for, yeah, I think, 15 times. <laughs> and then we're still like long yeah. <laughs> young children when we get there. Is very yeah, yeah. Recently in the news there was some discussion about um, uh, Morrissey, the, the former singer of the Smiths, yeah, about his um, political ideology. But uh, I was thinking about it the other day. Some people are really quote unquote after him because of expressing this mm -hmm. uh, political ideology, whether that is extreme or not. I like the music by the Smiths quite a lot. Yeah. And I had the question, can you, can you actually separate the, the art from the artist or not? Because people say, I will not listen to the Smiths again. No, you have to listen to Hang the DJ. So I think uh, everybody, uh, a magician, a painter, uh, an artist, has the right, like every other human being, to think about politics, uh, yeah. about uh, how human race should develop, uh, yeah. uh, about all issues in the world, climate change, and everything. He must talk about it, he should talk about it yeah. if, he, if he wants to do that, yeah. yeah. Some, yeah. Some, some would say it's actually our responsibility, right, to, to yeah. be informed and then about they, these yes, things uh, uh, Because they have a platform yeah. to do so yeah. and yeah. to influence people, yeah. and if they do that in a in a neutral way and in a correct way, yeah. it's okay by me. Yeah. yeah. If someone has a, a message in a song about preserving nature, everything, it's okay. Yeah. So it should be possible. It should be possible to to make that separation between the music that he makes, as long as there is no absolutely yeah, sure malintention, so to say, yeah. influence. Yeah. Um, so that's that's with respect to the political views, yeah. so to say. But then uh, a few months back as well, there were some. Uh, let's say accusations uh, towards, uh, and I'm putting here an example towards Kevin Spacey, for example, yeah. about uh, misbehavior yeah, yeah, or yeah, the Me Too everything. So, where do we draw the line because of that? I think you have to draw the line as a person yourself because everybody is responsible for the things he's doing. And I can judge you as my neighbor, but who am I to tell you what to do? If you are a good person, if you listen to other people, if you allow other people to have their own opinion yeah. and you have a discussion about it and you can disagree about it, 
but you respect each other, then you're doing okay. So, and yeah. the whole thing about the Me Too and uh, Kevin Spacey and how the, the, the director, what was his name, um, Bernstein, launched something oh, like okay. that. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah. Then you're then you're taking advantage of people, and that I I, I, I can only dislike that. Okay, very well. So, did you now? You now have your experience, you have your career, yeah. you have your current knowledge. Yeah. What advice would you give your younger self? That's the advice I give myself today as well. Mm -hmm. And it is uh, learn to say no. Mm -hmm. I don't mean like uh, I'm, a, I'm a pleaser or something, but in, for instance, in your work, uh, I had a burnout and I was at home for six months mm -hmm. and I was feeling like shit, yeah. really like hell. Mm -hmm. And it all came because uh, there were some heavy changes going uh, by uh, at the company where I worked, Philips, at that yeah. time. Yeah. And I thought, oh, if he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going, I have to stay because otherwise the world will fall down and the world, yeah, the yeah, world crumble. Yeah, yeah. And that didn't happen and I got really sick. I still have got a kind of breaking mechanism yeah. that if I have a lot of, if I think I have a lot of stress, my body reacts like... Uh, Nowadays you, yeah, you mean? Yeah. Still, yeah. yeah. And that's something uh, you have to think about when you, if you like your job, it's great and you can do uh, more than 40 hours of uh, work a week, it's mm -hmm. no problem. Yeah. But you have to think about other things as well as your, your social life, uh, uh, your family, uh, don't forget that. Mm -hmm. uh, don't think you're, you can't be missed, you can be replaced. Yeah. And that's a lesson I would give to myself when I was uh, 25, for instance. Mm -hmm. I think, oh, the world, it's mine, I can do anything. Well, yeah, look after yourself. And look after, yeah. look after yeah. yourself, because yeah. health, health is everything. Okay, that's a good advice, I think. So the burnout, uh, yeah. burnout is something that I, I think I started hearing more about it when I was here in the Netherlands. Yeah. So I hear it often. Not, not that mm -hmm. a lot of people get it, or not a lot of people that I know get it, but you hear it every now and then. Yeah. And is that something that you would like to talk about, by any chance? Or? Is that a comfortable topic? It's uh, it's a comfortable co a topic. I can talk about it now, yeah. but there were there were times yeah. uh, when I couldn't talk about it. I can imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can imagine. But uh, because it's you, um, to myself as a, a perfectionist, you you see it as a, mm -hmm. a failure to yourself, to yeah. your wife, to your surroundings. Yeah. Uh, do, do you realize that you're in this situation, or, or no? You don't realize. It's too late. Then you realize when you, when you feel it, it's too yeah. late. Yeah, you uh, missed a few stations with the train, as I said it. Yeah. So the train is going like this, 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 yeah. and yeah. there was a station where you should have got got off. Yeah. And you think, oh no, go on, go on, go on, go yeah. on, and yeah. you should have taken the next station. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. And then one time it's like end of the track, buff, yeah. and then it stops, and you're a healthy guy. At least you think you're a healthy guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you get to sit at home and you 
Yeah. You can't move your one feet yeah. for the other. Full stop. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. People talk to me. They said, "Dick, take it easy. Everything will go on. And give some things out of hand. Let some uh, delegate some more issues to your colleagues." And I was thinking to myself, "No, no, no. If I let him do this, I have to check him if he did it right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. then you get piles of work on your yeah. desk." And that's a, a big mistake. And you should trust people. You, do you come back from this? Yeah, very slowly. Yeah, you, it's possible to, let's say... Yeah, 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 you, you, yeah you, you have to get out of the, the dull. It's like uh, you're going downhill and there's no way up. Yeah. And bit by bit by bit, you're going up again. And that's why if you experience something like this, It's a it's a hard way, a, a, a lifeline a lesson, yeah. uh, but you can come out better as a person. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Is um, you get to look more after yourself, and you get to look more after other things than work, yeah. like family, like your wife, like there's more than your interests. Work. Yeah. 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 So what what would you? What would you say to the people that are now struggling with this? Try to get a hold of yourself. Sit down. Think about what you're doing. Try to recognize if, if you're still on a good track yeah. and if you're not going too fast. And if that station comes by and you think, uh, you think, uh, wait a minute, maybe I have to get off for a while. Yeah. Do it. And then you will be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a nice message. And then. Yeah. Very good. Um, I think this is the time okay. we have for today. Dick, thank you very much for uh, for sharing this very very personal A pleasure experiences and uh, yeah, all those nice stories as well. <laughs> uh, this is uh, what we have for today, and uh, talk to you next time. It's a pleasure. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and SoundCloud at Coffee's Ready Podcast. Your feedback is always welcome. Tell us what you liked and what could be improved. This will make the show better every time. The music is Happy Rock by bensound.com. The cover photography is by Annie Spratt from Unsplash. And the logo and episode cover design is by Patricia Heredia. My name is Francisco Heredia. Until the next time.